Okay. So go you go if, ahead. <laughs> if you're ever wondering where is the the fan service for for all for, for all the boys of the group? Oh, it well. was it well it was this episode <laughs> but it was also more than just that definition of fan service which by the way, welcome back. This is yeah. season 3 of uh, Spiral Hour. Subtitle, it's, okay, Spiral Hour, colon, Breakers. Mm, and we're going we're back bringing, to weekly. We're bringing Brack. Breaking a Brack. We're going back to weekly, <laughs> and we're going to be watching new shows as they're coming out. Uh, mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I think, as people should know, Dr. Stone is not coming back until January 2021, we found out. Yeah, so. its silence was... Uh, was really worrying. Yeah, there was like I, I hadn't seen a trailer for it or anything. Although I hadn't seen a trailer for Fire Force season two either, but it's because I was partially not wanting to. I avoided watching any trailers for it because mm-hmm. I wanted to know nothing about it. I wanted I I wanted myself to kind of be stuck with that same cliffhanger uh, after season one, where he's like, "I'm going to find my mom." Yeah. Mm. And um. I'm glad I did that because uh, this premiere does something that I I don't think I don't think this could have been in the manga. Like this almost seems like a movie. This this sort of coming back thing that they're doing, at least the execution. Because like the way they're like slowly reintroducing people and then like the way that they're like like. The amount of slow mo that's given to the matchbox coming back on screen, yeah, is like that wouldn't have happened in the manga because you would have just read it last week. So, the, in uh, in stuff like My Hero, even though it's not like they're doing this new shonen anime thing where they actually do it by seasons instead of mm-hmm. doing it indefinitely like Naruto, mm-hmm. My Hero doesn't do that. My Hero just treats it like you were just here. And I, uh, yeah. I don't hate that approach, but I really like what Fire Force just did. Yeah, it was really, it was really cool to kind of see that, like you said, movie intro. It's like the the beginning of the sequel. It's like, hey, you remember all these characters, but we're we're just gonna give them their glory kills and like and, have ha- let them have <laughs> yeah. fun on screen, dude. And it was dripping with confidence. Like, it was more than halfway through the episode till it says Fire Force Season 2 and then plays the intro. Like, it was just feeling itself the whole time. Which, uh, not like the first season didn't have that. The first season Mm -hmm. had confidence, but the first season Mm -hmm. was still kind of unproven. Yeah. This one was just, like, oozing. And uh, yeah. I like to see that. I was having the time of my life. Yeah, I I don't know if I was as enthralled with it. I don't know. I think there was there was Daniel, part of me that was like Captain Obi <laughs> went Captain America. Yeah, he he yeah. slung a shield. I train every day so that I can do stuff like this. <laughs> Obi. <laughs> Obi is forever the greatest. <laughs> I was I wrote down, I was like, uh, where is it? 
the stylish has gone off the rails. Like (laughs) Fire Force, you know, the characters had their own thing they were doing, but this was the first time it felt like the director and the camera work were also like adding to the style of everything. Like the way that Mm -hmm. they were showing their names as they are like coming back in and doing their thing. It was like, why? What is this? I'm not used to this. Like, uh, Fire Force never did that. My mm-hmm. hero does that regularly. Right. But it's almost kind of like... When my hero does it, it's kind of like when Pokemon would do it. It's like, here's this Pokemon, this is their powers. Where Fire yeah. Force, it's like, it knows you know. It's just reminding you because it knows you love it too. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that maybe it was just like... I don't know. I don't know why I expected something different, or I don't know why I expected something in general. Um, was this not what you were expecting? Because I was. I I've not been this satisfied for a season two premiere for a very long time. I don't know. Maybe I was expecting it to get right back into the story. But I'm actually is... glad it didn't. Personally. <laughs> And I'm glad it didn't do a recap. Oh, gosh. Well... If, it, if anything could be learned from My Hero Season 4. Well, we, we, don't, we don't know if it isn't coming, but... Well, that's true. That's true. <clears throat> it does do a recap of the characters, per se, but I think that's the recap that I find okay. I'm okay with yeah. that when it's reintroducing people, especially when it's been this long since you last saw them. I mean, it's almost been a year. Close yeah, to. Yeah, because... We started this podcast with them. Yeah, with, with season yeah. one. Man, I don't think it's been a be full back, year. Baby. I don't think it's been a full year since the finale of season one. Definitely not. Oh, no. <clears throat> no. Uh, and also, remember that uh, Fire Force season one was the victim of multiple hiatuses. Yeah. Because so. of the fires. Yeah, well, and also not because of that. That that was only one of them. There were other hiatuses that happened before that. Mm. And that what was... What were the other ones for? I, well, I don't know. That's why I was like... <sighs> what was frustrating about Fire Force was um, I was getting to see Dr. Stone every week consistently. Mm-hmm. So it was like Dr. Stone was commanding my attention because Dr. Stone was on. Yeah. But... This time, Fire Force gets, uh, ooh, man, I mean, who's going to stand against it this season? Who's it going to compete with? I'm I'm actually actually unaware. I'm sure there's going to be other stuff, which, I mean, we we might have to find one, because we were going to just do Fire Force and Dr. Stone again, and be like Mm -hmm. like the old days. Yeah. But, But I don't know. We're the only the only one that I know of, and we've talked about this one off uh, off recording. But uh, Akari Ramon is is oh, yeah. the one that we're we're looking forward to the most. But other was, than that, my head's been kind of in the sand for this season. Yeah, and the thing about uh, uh, Akari Ramon was that started a while back and then got mm-hmm. ronied after the third episode came out. It started in March. I'm fairly certain. Yeah, so it's not recent. No. <sighs> My gosh. 
Man, both of us. <laughs> it's really early in the morning for both of us. Well, <laughs> as you can probably tell by the yawns. This is I, I, I'll say that I woke up maybe a half hour earlier than I normally do. But mm. uh, I've also been sleeping in a lot lately because I've got company over and everyone's staying up later. Ah, so gotcha. I'm all thrown yeah. off, but I'm fired yeah. up. I've only recently gotten back into waking up really early. Uh, everything with Roni just threw me off. So I'm getting back into the swing of things. Um, I mean, Roni threw me off initially, but I'm pretty firmly back on top of things now. That's a good feeling. This is just... This is the result of too many vacations. Mm. Like, because... First, I had the the actual vacation, and now uh, family's visiting here, and it's sort of like their vacation. So I'm surrounded by a vacation mood, and um, I find that exhausting personally. There, yeah. I, I get way too much vacation, and it wears yeah. me out. I hate those vacations where you come back and you're like, "I need a vacation from that." Yeah, it's like, uh, please, I need to get to work. <laughs> well. <laughs> Also, I was kind of like that before I left for the first vacation initially. I was like, no, I don't want this right now. <laughs> I was just getting into a rhythm. Also, I knew this was on the horizon. Like, uh, this doing this again, this third season. I was like, this is on the horizon, and I don't want to come back just from vacation and start doing it because I, I'd like to be uh, a little more in the swing of things. Yeah. I mean, we... We didn't really know that this season was going to start, you know, Friday the 3rd until, like, what was it, this Monday? Uh, yeah. Just about. Yeah. Wow. It actually might have been later than that. But, Jeez. yeah. Yeah, it, it came out of nowhere. Yeah, and I think, uh, the, I think people will notice if you're, if you're watching this as they're coming out. There's mm -hmm. still some season two episodes coming out <laughs> because the format for that was totally different. Yeah, <clears throat> but we're getting we're getting back to the way things used to be. They're, it's going to the be kind actual, of a what's up? Oh, uh, the the actual launch like announcement from Funimation was uh, was on the twenty third. Oh yeah, I don't know about that stuff. Yeah, even though it would be it would probably be smart for me to know that stuff. I don't know about that <laughs> stuff. Yeah, um, what were you saying though? About about what? I don't know. You started talking. Yeah, that's what I'm supposed to do. It's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that was a while ago. <laughs> uh, so you're not, you you weren't particularly feeling the premiere. It's so the the parts were you know you were just talking about with the. The reintroduction, the action scene. That whole like, first I was, half, I, I thought yeah, I, was absolutely glorious. I was I was feeling that. Also, it was the, that intro. How many new characters were in the intro? And they're, they're teasing yeah, so many matchups that I am literally dying for. Like, uh, <clears throat> Joker versus the eyepatch guy, Burns. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Also, the way that they're kind of implying that they might have some kind of past. Mm-hmm. 
Like maybe even might be related. They both have eye patches. Well, well <laughs> that too. <laughs> Does Joker have an eye patch, or is that just a, a fashion statement? I, I don't know. <clears throat> I think yes. with Burns, it's definitely obviously an eye patch, which he shoots fire from. I mean, if I was going to get rid of an eyeball, at least I could shoot fire from it. That I, I, that would be comforting. <laughs> People are like, hey. You can only see from one eye. He's like, yes, but you can also blow fire from one eye. Oh, okay. It's like, yeah, I mean, life is good, man. Um, and so I, I don't know what exactly it was. And maybe, like I said, I just had an expectation. I don't know what that expectation was, but for some reason... The show didn't meet it. I think that well, it I was like really you're, just. It sounds like you're just being a wet blanket. I <laughs> guess I am being a wet blanket, and I just need to get like caught on fire. Yeah, that's the problem. Is wet blankets don't catch fire very easily. That's the problem. <laughs> we we got we all about getting set on fire in this podcast. <laughs> Obviously, not literally. <laughs> but arson. <laughs> <laughs> Self arson. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> this is the first time. And let's just get into some nitty gritty. Okay. The first intro for season one was teasing this kind of giant uh, infernal thing. Yeah. That never happened in the show. And I was just like, maybe it's just, you know, it's being extra for the sake of the intro. Mm-hmm. But, uh,. Yeah, we finally get it. We finally get a giant inferno. Yeah, and he has got five cores. Yeah, he's literally a Voltron. Like he has a core in each limb, and and then he has a core core. Yeah. So I'm assuming that what we're gonna find out is that these are obviously like conglomerations of like for in this case five people. Yeah, and um, I mean at, at this point we don't. Post season one, we don't actually know if uh, if it's like intentional, if these were like created, because mm-hmm. the way Obi reacts is like, I've never seen anything like this before. Like Obi's yeah. never seen one this big. So this must be the first time it's happened. And because the second half of the episode is just fun, goofy stuff. Mm-hmm. Of course, they don't <laughs> follow up with that. So, yeah. If they do follow up with it, it's going to be next week. And if they don't follow up with it, that makes me think, I think that was probably 100% non-canon, what we just saw. And it did kind of feel like uh, a movie instead, where it's like, you know, an anime movie is going to bring up the stakes super high. Yeah, but it's just going to be self-contained. And they might just explain it away in a line or two where it's like, uh, yeah, it was just a freak accident. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> Five people went infernal right near each other, and it made a, a Voltron. That being said, any one of those things' limbs was significantly larger than one person. Right. So that almost, like, you, you kind of assume this thing has to have been custom made. They were very large people. But I guess I don't know who would have done it. <laughs> uh, because, I mean, Giovanni is out of commission right now, isn't he? Uh, I think so. He's the only one I can figure would have made something like that. And uh, Princess is on the the good guy side now. So obviously she's not creating any customs. But they don't like 
they don't at all hint at that being part of the mystery for the episode. It's just, mm-hmm. this is a... Uh, this is a really cool introduction. Just watch. Yeah. This is this is for fun. Yeah. Shut up. <clears throat> I think I think it will tie in. I just based on what we've seen in the past, I think that it will tie in. But I I think that's me being hopeful too. Well, I'm willing uh, I'm willing to accept it not tying in, actually. Like I'd actually be fine with that. Yeah, I think I'd be fine with it as well. I think that I just would prefer for them to tie it back in. Sure. But, Sure, absolutely. But, I mean, it, it kind of, <laughs> it would almost seem like a distraction to the story that we, you know, are expecting, where he's looking for his mm-hmm. mom. It's like, well, no, because it could be a lead. Yeah. It could be like, well, this, this something's, someone's up to something. Someone's not keeping their head down. Like, what's mm-hmm. going on over here? This is this is totally different. Yeah. Man, you just don't have much to say, huh? This is not what yeah, I was expecting. I, I, I was actually really thinking we were going to be really hype about this. It didn't really... In, I don't know. I, I, it got me excited for the rest of the show. But, like, as for this episode... Yes, it, that's it exciting. Like it, yes, but it, if I felt like it gave me nothing to, to really chew on. Like, it was really just like a like one onion ring. And it's like, yes, this onion ring was, was really good. But it's not enough. I, I would say it was an appetizer. I th- thought it was like a full thing of onion rings, and they was really good. And it's like, yeah. all right, more's coming. That's what it felt like to me. I'm happy. I'm happy to be sitting down. I, uh, I just. Uh. <laughs> uh, did you did you write anything down as to what you find frustrating? No, I didn't. I didn't write anything down because I don't think that I like found it frustrating in the moment. I think that it's just right, right now. Like, <sighs> I'm trying to figure out like what exactly I missed about the episode because you, because of your your excitement. Yeah, I mean, th- this is my favorite season premiere. Hmm. This this is know. this is my favorite primer because it it could actually be considered non-canon though I don't felt like my I don't feel like my time was wasted. There was nothing being recapped. I mean there was a slight recap when they were walking around shopping and Sheena mm-hmm. was kind of uh in his head. He like wasn't able to really participate in anything like he can't get his mind off of work and all yeah, the other but stuff that felt, that's going that on. That felt natural to me. <clears throat> yeah, no, that, that felt natural. I liked that. That, mm-hmm. Like, I, I was liking that whatever, like, whatever degree of recap that was, it worked, and it also gave you insight to the fact that Shinra's not, not all here right now. Like, like he, he is 100% still uh, going after his brother and his mom, even when yeah. he's out here, you know, uh, having his day off. Because he talks about this, like, being his first day off in a while. He's still at work. Right. Like, he can't let it go. Well, and I don't even think he wants to let it go. Yeah. It, it's kind of like, this yeah. is a day off, but I'm still thinking about it. It's he, That's still where his head's at. Also, uh, furthermore teasing the fact that the uh, romantic interest is going to be Iris. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of unchallenged at this point. 
because we have the episode with uh, both Tamaki and uh, they like show a clip of Princess thinking about him. But it's pretty mm-hmm. hard, hard confirmed that the one that he's actually interested in would be Iris right now. Right. So but once again, that's just kind of reintroducing that to you and kind of uh, which I like because if they had uh, kind of left it up in the air, like a lot of these animes do where they're like, oh, which one is he going to go for? If they left Mm. that up in the air, it would have felt like uh, what happened in season one was kind of walked back. But it wasn't. And I'm happy about that because I really like the way that they've been implying that since season one. I mean, we we talked a pretty long time about that in one episode because it was I think it was the the finale of season one where he comes back to the station and she's the one there to meet him. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, this is really well done. And I hope it means what I think it means. And I think as it's of like season such two, a sweet moment. Yeah. And I think as of season two premiere, it's pr- pretty much confirmed. Yeah, that is that that is what they meant by it. <clears throat> Yeah, I th- I think that, like, I just wanted there to be more seeds planted as for, like, the story that is to come, rather than it being all introduction and then goof at the end. Well, I think that's what the intro was. I mean, look at all the characters that the intro teased. The intro is part of the episode. Yeah. Like, they show, like, five or six new faces. Like, f- Totally new characters that I've not seen before. They're, uh, uh, it's, they mm-hmm. sh- I think they have, as of this intro, they've shown every company. I could be wrong about yeah, that. Yeah, like, what What was the girl that drew? Okay, all right, yeah, I now thinking about the intro, okay. It yeah, was- but draw the girl that drew in the air and then it, like, exploded. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, <laughs> uh, it, it reminded me of a... Okay, and I, I know this is probably that this has happened before and outside of Mission Impossible, but Mission Impossible has kept it consistent where their intro kind of teases the entire movie. Yeah. They start, you know, they're teasing matchups. Like they're, mm-hmm. they're teasing certain fights. And I'm like, I we didn't get that in any of the uh, earlier seasons. Like, I mean, the, the first intro or the earlier season. The first intro was just them fighting a giant infernal, which is now confirmed to not have existed. Right. And the second one was, you know, or at a least lot not of yet. Yeah. The second one was a lot of him staring down his brother. <laughs> so, yeah, it, well, uh, the was a lot of him staring down his brother and also the rivalry between him and uh, um, Arthur. Arthur. Yeah. Which the outro for season two is uh, more about that. Mm-hmm. Which was a uh, uh, not much of that happened in this one. However, one of my yeah. favorite lines. Let's see. <laughs> Where is it? I'm sworn to protect the weak. <laughs> <laughs> I love this whole Shiva. intro when he was just like going on and on about him being of Camelot and all that. <laughs> yeah, he. Man, I I loved all of that. I I loved just bringing all of that back because I I didn't realize how much I'd missed it or Mm -hmm. uh, how much of it I had forgotten. Like I had forgotten about uh, Maki getting her uh, pods that she was Mm -hmm. using in combat. I had totally forgotten about that. And not only did she get to like, you know, actually use them against a big enemy, but she got to use them like in teamwork and she got mm-hmm. to use them in a new way. 
And yeah, because I think the last time that we saw them, she didn't really get to use them all that much. Except for just like bludgeoning tools <clears throat> against the the whatever their the the order's name is, the the white knight people. The white robes. What were they the called? White the white robes. cloaks. I can't remember what they were called. They keep call like they called them that for so long that that's the one that I get used to. So if they mm-hmm. ever like revealed what the actual name was, I was already comfortable calling them the white robes. Yeah. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I'm actually gonna look it up because I don't want to continue doing that. Uh, their oh, leader it. is Raffles the Third. That's what I was able to figure out. Oh no, 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 he's not their leader. Raffles. He's, he's the Raffles king. Is the, yeah, yeah he, he's the actual. He's the king of the empire. I forgot about that. I don't know why it directed me to him. Man, the the animation though still super oh, slick. Oh yeah, uh, David production is still on it, and uh, I think it's. Eh, I hesitate to take it at face value that Fire Force seems to have come so quickly, whereas we have to always wait way more than a year for JoJo to come back. (laughs) I think, despite JoJo's pedigree and how popular it is, I think Fire Force is bringing in way more money. I'm, I'm guessing the ratings for Fire Force are so much better because the amount of confidence in the Season 2 intro... That was that's uncanny, like, and the fact that it it feels like I could be wrong about this, but it feels like that premiere was wholly original, mm-hmm. like it wasn't adapted th- from the manga. Which everything else so far, as far as I know, has been a pretty pretty close adaptation of the manga. So the fact that yeah. they would just spend time feeling themselves for a whole premiere. That tells me this is making money. Also, it doesn't look like their their budget has been cut, like One Punch Man got. Yeah, no. <laughs> this is almost just like, yeah, look at all this money. <laughs> yeah, so I'm watching through the intro again right now, and uh, yeah, there are a lot of new characters. Like, even aside from the ones that I saw the first time around, like, watching it again, I'm like, oh, there are even more. Goodness. <laughs> Yeah, I, um, I like counted... the dude that's on the hover bike. That's a new dude. Yeah. Uh, wait, was it hover bike or hoverboard? Hoverboard. Yeah. Sorry. I, I was like, oh my god, there's a skater. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to find the the intro. Uh, oh, I just went back through the, uh, the through the episode and watched okay. it. Okay. It starts at. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it starts at 13.35, if you're wanting to watch. And if you'd like to watch along at home. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the time code, 13.35, which, like I said, more than halfway through the actual episode. Yeah. I want to kind of, I want to actually look at them. Like, I want to look at the new characters. Because, you know, it goes by really fast. Right. But man, that new guy, he is... the the new guy on the hoverboard, he is incredibly mobile. I mean, he's flying. Yeah, he's like he's flying keeping along. With, he's keeping up with Shinra. Yeah, and uh, uh, it gives me the feeling that perhaps he's gonna be like a new rival character mm-hmm. who can like you know challenge him in the air because uh, Arthur's whole thing is that he's kind of stuck on the ground. Right. <clears throat> I'm gonna mute this, but you said thirteen. 35. Okay. 
uh, the beginning. Is mm-hmm. is that supposed to be his mom? Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure because her face has been obstructed this whole time. Consistently. So, right. I don't know if that's supposed to be... God. I just, I just remembered when they first show the Fire Force logo. It's when Iyer says, La Tom. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that character with the blue eyes, that giant fire lady, she shows up when he's fighting show. So that mm-hmm. makes me think that it's his mom. I don't know. Uh... I'm not sure who else it could be. It's it's not that same character that was the uh, the the kind of the childish one that was messing with them at the end, which I also think her eyes were obstructed. So who knows? But oh my god! Uh, no, they... she... Sorry, go ahead. I don't, I don't think it's I don't think it's her. She's got a very different power than that. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to assume. God, this the, the hoverboard dude looks so cool. There's mm-hmm. also uh, someone either there is a character who is a giant bird or someone is flying on a giant bird. Oh, and this is I don't a, think I saw that. This is a new dude driving the matchbox while leaked's in it with him. So it's not like, yeah, this is some this is a different company vehicle. This is uh, this blonde guy who looks like he's got a rape whistle. I don't know why he would need that. He looks he looks like he's in good shape. <laughs> he's holding a whistle in his mouth. It's a tiny little yeah, red whistle. I, I see that. I see that. Uh, huh. This is a character I didn't catch when I was going through. I'm going frame by frame now. The one that looks like they have purple The Matrix as their whole uh, clothing. As their whole garb. Yeah. And they're surrounded by forest animals. Yeah. They're, uh, they're a Disney princess. Yeah. And then, you know, it transitions to... The white clad, which has got yeah. Okay, well Giovanni's here, so I mean Giovanni's clearly still active. It's got that that dude that could morph his face and whatever, but this blind yeah. guy, he's new. I don't remember him from before. Which blind guy? The the guy right at the beginning that got his the, the, the that dude, has a the dude who's just Akuma with a headband. He even does Akuma's stomp, like he's yeah, got like the. He was, he was in the first season. He was? Okay, I don't mm-hmm. I don't remember an encounter with him or anything. Cause... I'm fairly certain that he was the one that was, like, uh, talking to and kind of training the childish girl with the crown. Okay. Uh, like, when she was younger. <clears throat> okay, that makes sense. He's very much highlighted here. Like, there's going to be a big fight between him and Shinra. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they, they reintroduce... I have a feeling that the Order... That they show the uh, the white clad jumping down is the order that they're going to be fought in just because that's often a thing they do in these animes, which means who's, who's the guy watching adult films? I don't know. That's another different character I haven't noticed yet. He's got like huh. uh, white Goku hair. I don't recognize this character. Oh, my yeah, God. This is like- going to get overwhelming. He looks like the old guy from uh, One Punch Man. Silverfang, I think uh, is his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Silverfang. Man. Uh, bang. Yeah. Uh, and then for Company One, they reintroduce Burns and... Uh, 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 what's his name? The the one who can uh, freeze fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, he's, he's the most entertaining of all of them. There's a new dude here. Redundance. 
Yeah, there's a new dude here, but he doesn't get like much screen time. He might not be important. He might just be. I also think. Um, I also, th- I'm fairly certain he was also in the first season. Okay. Uh, um, second company. Just like a lackey. They got the this mustachioed gentleman who I am not familiar with. We do know uh, Juggernaut from mm-hmm. the second company. He was introduced. Yep, but uh, we don't know that other guy with the spiky hair. Yeah. Yeah, and he's it also looks new. like it looks like um I guess people would have to be guy. following along. This might not be great as a podcast format, but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we got uh, it, it shows the first, second, then it shows the fourth. And the third was that was is the third or the okay, the fifth was Princess Hibana's. What was up yes. with the third? Do we actually know yet? Um I don't think we know. Because it shows the first, second, fourth. Fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. Yeah. So we actually are I don't, I don't think we know much about... Oh, but the third is the one that has... Or, sorry, the fourth is the one that has the guy with the rape whistle and the guy with the hoverboard. Oh, okay. Um, They're probably and, just gonna get introduced then. Yeah. That's not and gonna then, be like, oh, this is... And then the guy with the red frosted tips, I don't know who he is. He so he's a new character. Really looks like uh, Lieutenant Hinawa. His expression really reminds me of him. Yeah, he just doesn't have glasses. He's not a friggin' four eyes. He's literally got the same, like the same eye shape and the same mouth shape. That's <laughs> I just of... remember, I just remembered something about the episode. <laughs> the <laughs> nudist <laughs> bits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which made me think is yes. A reference? <laughs> yes I thought the exact same thing I don't think it was I think it was just really funny <laughs> that he was walking around wearing a shirt like that but Ooh. yeah I actually I really liked the moment and I know it was goofy but I liked the moment where Sheena was like he wasn't going to throw them under the bus <laughs> so they threw him under the bus it's like, uh, oh man, yeah, Sheenra, not the lesson you should have learned for this exact moment. And then, Mom, yeah, girls are scary. <laughs> uh, the sixth, we've only seen this uh, main character lady, the one in the white robe. Yeah, and she was because she's the medic, right? Uh, was she the medic? She, I know that. I know that they were talking to her about. Um, you know, when they were trying to figure out what's going on in season two with the bugs turning people into infernals. I know that she was talked about with that. Yeah, I think that she was the one that um, that helped. Save. She was. You're right. I, I, I remember then, that. And then pink haired girl was the one that tried to interrupt the, the fight between Sheenra and Burns. That's right. Yeah. OK, so. uh I mean, it seems like the sixth is going to be reliably not one of the villainous companies. Mm-hmm. They seem they seem all right. Yeah. Although, I mean, maybe that's what we're supposed to think. But and then I I love seventh, or at least the main dude from the seventh. Yeah. Uh. So let's see, Company Eight. We got this this little this little thing here. Who's mm-hmm. that in the background? With the red hair. Is that Lisa? Oh. Did Lisa have that hair or is that a new character? I, didn't didn't she cut her hair? 
Ah. I don't remember if she cut her hair oh, on screen or not. Okay, if that is Lisa, I'm at, that makes me really excited. Yeah. Because on Spiral Hour, we like to refer to enemies as future allies. I think <laughs> that's her. I think that's Lisa coming back as a teammate. Oh. Which is really exciting because that was probably... I think what made Vulcan just immediately likable and work was that he immediately gets a great arc and it yeah. has to do with Lisa when he joins. <laughs> I mean, you look good in everything you wear. <laughs> <laughs> He's so smooth. <laughs> also, like, he he never doubted. That mm-hmm. was good. Whereas he's like, I I see that you're doing this whole betrayal thing, but I think I know you better than you do. Mm-hmm. So if that's Lisa, then mm, this is going to be a good season. And then, yeah, uh, this pink haired girl who draws the thing that then gets set on fire. She clearly got that whole like the, the, the psycho person thingy going. OK, she- so Joker definitely does have an eye patch. They show that. Oh, OK, there's so like a flashback. looks like an. She kind of looks like an airy character to me, especially since she's kind of <clears throat> independent from everybody else. Air, like airy from my hero? Yeah. Or, or not necessarily that same kind of analog, but like, um, uh, what am I, what am I trying to say? Um, like a girl that's just kind of on the outskirts, not, a, not necessarily affiliated with any of the, uh, with any of the companies. Oh, okay. that will she, probably get pulled into. She's she's going to be some kind of catalyst for something you're saying. Like she's not mm-hmm. currently caught up in this whole conspiracy, which, by the way, right. I just remembered uh, the third company. That was Giovanni's. So that's why that's most likely. Disbanded. Oh, yeah. So that's why okay. we didn't see him. <clears throat> that makes sense. Uh, what did you think of the song for the intro? Because I don't think it was great. I was actually I... having much more fun with the visuals than I was with the tune. Yeah, I I think it was uh, it was definitely not on par with the other two that we have gotten so far. Yeah, uh, I would actually say that the it was weird because both the first intro and the second intro for season one, I was thinking mm-hmm. this is my favorite intro for this season each time mm-hmm. it happened, and then I go back and forth. I'm not sure which one's actually my favorite, but I do like that I've seen the second intro pop up in other things that are unrelated to the anime because the song is actually pretty popular and it's a yeah, Mayday by Cold was... Rain. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I, that that's really exciting to me, the fact that they got a lot of like fame from that yeah. uh, because that <laughs> song is really good. Also, um, there's just... And this, this is kind of a tangent, but what I've noticed in... Uh, like J Japanese metal is that mm-hmm. there's still a nice focus on the technicality of playing the instruments. Mm-hmm. Whereas in a lot of American metalcore now, it really feels like it's taking a grunge turn again. And I don't hate grunge, but it still feels like to me that grunge just happened. So why are we doing grunge again? Mm. I don't know. Whereas technicality kind of doesn't age. If you just have good technical instrumentation, that's good no matter what. And, you know, grunge was kind of a uh, uh, 
Grunge was very reactionary. As cool as grunge is, it was very reactionary to what uh, rock and roll and metal had become in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And it was like, this is stupid, so we're going to be everything it's not. I don't know why grunge would be coming back now, of all times, because grunge is not counter to the current music scene, as far as I know. It almost seems like now grunge is being used as comfort food, which is gross in the context of grunge, in my opinion. But yeah, <clears throat> uh, Coldrane, that's a good band. I'm really liking them. Yeah, as for as for this song, I'll probably have to listen to it a couple more times. I've only watched the intro like with audio once. Um, I'll have to watch it again and to really kind of see. Here's the thing with uh, see the op- the opening one op one for season one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that had me. That that had my oh, yeah. that had butterflies in my gut when they first show oh, yeah. that lineup. When they're like, uh, when it's a. Uh, 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 they kind of all get their moment at the end, and then Shinra kicks that like mace through the infernal. Oh gosh! Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a really solid intro, and the music just kind of punctuated it. Yeah, and um, well, I, I I'd say it was even like it was more than solid. Like it got me. It's weird when something can make me feel nostalgic when I see it for the first time. That, that's what makes mm. me think there's more to nostalgia than just remembering something. It, it might actually almost be a, a, a feeling all of its own because okay. it happens a lot. And, and I'm not talking about, you know, something, something that would be easy. Like, uh, here's an example. Let me, let me talk about this cool thing I saw. This is a video game that's in alpha right now called Hot Shot Racing. It's made to be like 90s Sega racing games, like Virtual Racing and Daytona. And that, you know, I'm not talking about that nostalgia, where it's like, this is a thing that reminds you of something from before, so you're going to have this kind of nostalgia for it. It's not the same thing. Because there's been times where it's like, I'm watching something that I don't even think I've watched something like this before, Mm -hmm. but it still gives me nostalgia. Yeah, I would say the Which same thing about like Fully Cooly. Like when I watched Fully Cooly, uh, alt or progressive, um, really, I, I got that same feeling. Huh. Well, I could see that with Fully Cooly because Fully Cooly is a coming of age story, so it right. kind of gives you nostalgia for when you were growing up, stuff like but that. The music, the music, also <laughs> like the pillows. They they got that. That's funny because you didn't have nostalgia for the pillows at that time. No, I had never I had never really listened to the pillows. The only time I had heard the pillows was when I had watched Fooly Cooly, like the first one. Yeah, Fooly Cooly, Uh, and and that was only like what a couple months before we watched Fooly Cooly Progressive. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not gonna say that you can't get nostalgia for something that's just a few months old. Oh yeah, but I mean, like it just it. But yeah, it's not the it same didn't thing. Have the, it didn't hit that same nostalgia age bracket. Or nostal- nostalgia... You must be this old to achieve nostalgia. <laughs> it, ga- it, gave me for, it gave me nostalgia for a time way before the time that I watched uh, Fully Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I get that. <clears throat> and I'm, I'm, it's what's making me think. I don't think nostalgia is the word. And uh, I don't think... The, the popular meme word right now is to call it comfy. But like, comfy. once again, I'm not saying that that's like not a good way of putting it. I think it's a good mm-hmm. way of putting it. But 
It's not exactly what I'm thinking of. If if I'm not just sounding like an idiot with yeah, nothing to um, say. No, I'm, there is a word for it. I mean, there's got to be a word for it. Or maybe there's not a word for it. I don't know. Maybe there's not a word in the English language for it, or at least one that I know, which is, I mean, that's uh, awfully presumptuous to think that I know everything that's in the English language. There's a lot of words in the English language. Um, um, I don't think I'm going to find what it is, because looking it up in a thesaurus is not helping me. Mm. This bunny trail might have just run out. Here. I, I think I might have a word. Or at least a word that I can use as a springboard. See, okay, and when I'm looking at the stuff that's on the thesaurus, like there's... Mm-hmm. Wistfulness, yearning, mm. sentimentality. It could actually be sentimentality. That's possible. Actually. I, earlier I was thinking wistful, but wistful is a little bit more like... Uh, like almost like a sad... Or like... Uh, a, a, whenever I think of wistful, I think of sad. Mm. Um... Maybe it's not sentimental because sentimental seems to be too uh, focused on, like, let's see, let's see, the first definition is expressive of or appealing to sentiment. Okay, no kidding. Uh, but it says especially the tender emotions and feelings as love, pity, or nostalgia. And I don't think that's quite right. Hmm. But, like, I guess just specifically, the moment where it kind of uh, uh, it drops the percussion in the first opening and it sh- mm-hmm. shows the lineup there was something about that that felt nostalgic like it was almost like i was like i'm i'm remembering this from something hmm. in some way yeah but i don't think that's quite right <laughs> because i wouldn't have nostalgia for it i i don't i don't have nostalgia for fire force it was totally new to me at that moment and this is like the first episode this immediately gave me this feeling. Yeah, and I would actually like, say it's the same thing for the second opening of Dr. Stone. This actually, I'm coming across this a lot. This might me- need to be a uh, something that I investigate further. Figure out exactly what this kind of thing is. Because uh, huh. I think I like it. <laughs> um. Yeah, because there is this, like, famili- familiarity to it. Uh, there's There's got to be some sort of... <clears throat> it could just be because uh, the, the songs used in the first opening for Fire Force and the second opening for Dr. Stone remind me of the kind of pop rock and pop punk that I used to listen to when I was a kid. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's just that easy. Who knows? Okay, somebody actually asked, is there a term that defines nostalgia for something you've never experienced? Um, oh, dear. Uh, well, somebody says wistful. I, he said, I think the word wistful Frickin- captures. I guess. Uh, oh. What? Well, it's, it's a German word. Uh, there's a term advocated by C.S. Lewis and others that fits the bill. Uh, Zensucht. Okay, um, I'm not going to be saying Zen, that. <laughs> Zensucht. 
Uh, You'll have so, to. I'm not. I can't spell that. You'll have to send that to me. I, yeah. It's got the word Zen in it, kind of. Zen, Zen sucht. Zen sucht. Yeah, there we go. Why is it spelled um, with an S if it's a Z sound? I don't understand other languages. Uh, That's actually not true. Nostalgia for a far off home one has never visited. Good God. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. <laughs> That's perfect. English is missing that word because that's exactly what that is. However, I would say, yeah, Wistful probably comes closest because it says characterized by melancholy, longing, and yearning. And uh, yeah. I don't know if I've said this before, but man, I am a sucker for some melancholy. Melancholy mm. gets me good. And I mean, uh, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of uh, Gorillaz. And... Mm-hmm. Their song on Melancholy Hill absolutely devastates me every time it comes on. Like, every time that one comes up in, in the shuffle or whatever, I'm like, all right, everything has to shut up. I have to take this in. Because <laughs> it is brutally melancholic. Have you listened to any of their new stuff? What do you mean? Yes? Do they have something oh. new? I mean, they've been releasing... Uh songs every now and again that I I haven't like dug back into them. Well, the thing is they came out with the now this is such a tangent, but they came out with <laughs> with the now now in uh like less than a year after Humans came out and Humans was really unpopular. I loved Humans personally. But hmm. Humans was 7 years after Plastic Beach. And the now now was less than a year after Humans and the now now was totally different from Humans. And it was almost like, mm. this is the patch. <laughs> this, this, this is the okay. day one patch for humans to make people like it. And as a result, I don't really care for the now now that much. Uh, but yeah, they, they I'm pretty sure they have, they've had some singles coming out that are teasing maybe some new album, but I don't know. The thing about singles is I, I don't, I don't care for them. I don't know. Yeah, I I don't like the the new trend of artists just releasing a bunch of singles. I I like the I like when an artist releases an, an entire album that you can just like, for lack of a better word, binge. Yeah, and like well, take it all in as one chunk. Yeah, and and that's why I I really tend to not like albums that feel like a collection of singles if they're not presented to me as a collection of singles, like, um. There's literally the gorillas have the singles collection as an album. Hmm. So and and then, you know, they have uh, G sides and D sides, which is their B sides, just two different two different uh, albums that came out hmm. that were just kind of, you know, stuff that wasn't quite finished or it wasn't good enough for an album. They just put on those. And I and I, you know, I know what that is. But yeah. uh, I really liked humans because humans feels like an album. Whereas the now now feels like an album that was made really quickly. Hmm. And like uh, the original album, which is just called Gorillaz, Demon Days and Plastic Beach always all, all feel like completely concise experiences. It's one, why it's probably one of my favorite groups, because they tend to make the kind of albums that I tend to like. Hmm. But yeah, back on topic <laughs> after yeah. that tangent. Uh, do we want to reintroduce the Pillars of Belt? The genre which this podcast is about, more or less. Which, by the way, yeah. we didn't even introduce ourselves. I'm Tim. I'm Dan. 
Yeah. Daniel, Dan, people, whatever. I don't really care. <laughs> I don't care what you call me because I don't even know what I call me. Yeah, I'm just a guy. That's what's funny. Have you ever thought about what you call you? Because I don't know. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I, when I refer to myself in my own head, like I don't refer I to think, myself in my own head. Like I think I, I, I don't think I of, think I don't think of me being named my name. Is that is I, that weird? I, I think of myself as Daniel. Like when I think of myself, when I when I am playing out a situation, when I am writing a narrative of what I'm doing in my head, I I use the term Daniel. That's weird because I have no idea what I would go with. Because yeah. you know my 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 elder family members tend to refer mm-hmm. to me as Timothy, uh, and then. Uh, th- there was there was someone that I worked with that just called me Timothy for whatever reason. They preferred using that, and hmm. I it didn't really it didn't get on my nerves. The only one that really gets on my nerves is Timmy. I don't care for that. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know very many people who would. And I think it's as much as I love it, I blame South Park. But <laughs> uh, that that made it very much a joke in uh, middle school. It made me it left a bad taste in my mouth. But yeah, I can imagine Tim or Timothy. I don't know. I I say Tim because that's easy to remember. It's like just mm-hmm. call me Tim. That you know, it's easy, <laughs> short syllable. I, I, I forgot that we were talking in the context of like introducing ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that you just like had a hard time remembering your name at one point, so you just <laughs> decided to choose Tim. <laughs> no. Like what? It's a, it's got a T I M in it somewhere, doesn't it? That'll work. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, uh, I I don't think I don't think about that probably because I've I've not like <laughs> even if I wrote an autobiography I'd probably never mention my name <laughs> like I wouldn't yeah. even call myself by my name. It's really weird because I don't think I call you by name. <laughs> Do you call me at all? <laughs> you just say dude. Yeah, I say dude or yo or bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Whereas I do that a lot to people. All of my friends, mm. I kind of that that's one of my expletives when they do something that confounds me or is just like surprising. I just say their name normally. Like yeah. The other day, I got exasperated when we were in a restaurant. We were, we were trying to figure out uh, where everyone ro- was because we were trying to figure out where to sit. And I'm mm-hmm. not kidding. <laughs> I said. I name dropped Jan, <laughs> who wasn't there. I was turning around frustrated, like, Jan. I was like, what? What am I talking about? Jan isn't here right now. Sorry, knee-jerk reaction. <laughs> Jan, Jan, is somewhere, Jan is somewhere in Atlanta just being like, I feel a disturbance. <laughs> anyway, let's, yeah. So this, okay. uh, this podcast, we talk about a genre called Belt christened by the iconic scene in Gurren Lagann where Kamina belts Simone to bring him back to his senses. It's about, um... Belt, belts him a new one. Not belts him a new am. one. As you, as you put in... You put it that way a lot, I noticed, going through the yeah, other episodes. And I was like, like, I thought it was a joke the whole time. I thought no, you were memeing I, when I, when I think of When I think of that, I think, like, I'm gonna belt you a new one. Like... <laughs> That sounds like a threat. That sounds like a real threat. <laughs> a, a, a very painful threat. Uh, 
I mean, in, in, uh, in, uh, uh, here, here it is, here it is. It really is Spiral Hour now. In Devil May Cry 5, <laughs> where Dante is, uh, not, not looking to win over Virgil. He uses that terminology. Hmm. He's like, uh, someone's gotta kick his ass, so I'm gonna rip him a new one. Yeah, so, so, that's, that, that's one of the things that makes Spiral Hour, Spiral Hour, is in almost every episode... Uh, Tim has to mention Devil May Cry at least once. It's actually and not what makes it spiral, spiral Hour, Spiral Hour, because we <laughs> haven't gotten to that stuff yet. We're still busy wasting everyone's time. Uh, but, um, yeah, especially with Fire Force, you're going to hear a lot of Devil May Cry references. Yes, because show is literally Virgil. <laughs> literally okay, is Virgil. So, uh, yeah, so the, uh, the, the Pillars of Belt, um, so we got three of them. The, the I think main, it's good the, at three. I think the stuff that we've tried to add, I don't think it quite sticks. Yeah, I I like them. I like them as uh, the the subtitles for the pillars that we have. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the first one is legacy and the hero driving change. Uh, the second one is potential and fighting for tomorrow, uh, and then the last one is tragedy or sacrifice. Usually, those are kind of like bookends. Like, mm-hmm. the tragedy is at the beginning, and the sacrifice is at the end. Yeah, sacrifice um, comes after the hero has been fully actualized. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then we also have a couple, like, three other things uh, that we do, and that's usually the pop-off, the best quote, and does it set your soul ablaze. And um, in regards to the pillars, I guess I can really see how this will be frustrating, this kind of premiere. Because there's not a lot of narrative going on. Yeah, I, I think that that may have been frustrating for me because, like, I it's just wanted a little bit more about? meat. <laughs> yeah, like, I wanted a little bit more meat so that we could, like, ah, yeah, this is where we are. We're getting back into it. But, it, I, I mean, like, yeah, it was a really good intro. It was a really good reintroduction to these characters and what they do and how they do and how they be like they do. Um, <laughs> but, they do. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just... I wanted a little bit more substance aside from just like an internal monologue from Shinra. Uh, it was almost like the internal monologue from Shinra was like comfort. It was like, <laughs> no, don't worry. We're still doing this. Here, what's yeah. some my microphone's popping. Yeah, I hear that as well. I'm hearing let, some 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 tic tac. Let me Uh-oh. Oh, he died. Oh, there he is. Oh, did did you lose me for a sec? No, you were just like, let me, and then just silence. Here, let's pause the recording so I can try to figure out what's going on. All right. Technical difficulties are mostly solved. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well... One of them mostly. One of them went away in the process, introducing new ones, which hopefully aren't quite as bad. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, but uh, just imagine that Tim is popping some popcorn in the background. Yeah, just imagine that, <laughs> uh, because I can no longer imagine it. I can't even hear myself. I lost mic monitoring somehow. <laughs> so now I am your monitoring. <laughs> yeah, Daniel is now monitor. He he is now the mic monitorer. Yeah, and that that's real good, because, uh, well... <laughs> I guess you needed something to do. 
<laughs> you won't talk about the episode. <laughs> um, but speaking of talking about the episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, Let's get this train the, wreck back off the rails. Um. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, we were, we we're talking about like the, the pillars of, uh, of belt as well as the things that we kind of use to, to springboard into conversation. And uh, I, I listed them earlier, but the, the pop off the best quote and does it set your soul ablaze? Um, so pop off being like, you know, did, what, what, what was what the got thing you that we were like, your I'm in. Yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm in like, I, I'm, I'm buckled in. I'm ready for this. Really? Um, really? It's, it's our way of, of, uh, it's our terminology for what was the hook. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the best quote being, well, I mean, that's kind of self-explanatory now, isn't it? Yeah, I was, um, I was actually thinking we need to get a more obtuse name for the best quote, just so we can be a little, <laughs> a little up our own butts. I don't think we're up there far we're enough. Sniffing our own farts. I don't think we're up there far <laughs> enough. I think we could, we could get in a, a few more feet. <laughs> Personally, <laughs> so I was actually trying to brainstorm some stuff. I'll I'll see what happens next week. I might yeah, have a yeah, little we'll, something. We'll find some some fart sniffing answers. Um, and then the uh, <clears throat> the last one being, does it set your soul ablaze? And that's where we decide: is it belt or is it not? Because. If it's belt, it'll set your soul ablaze. It might look dirty and weird, like uh, like Fight Club. It might be oh, yeah. a tiny fire. But if after you've like, seen it, uh, you're, you're ready to to face the world. You're ready to make something mm. of yourself. Then then it w- it would definitely fall under that category. Yeah. So, uh, and let's see. Um, fire Force was most definitely belt. Uh, all of season one. Like, yeah. Take, it, it taken together it was really like like we talk i, I talk about this a lot at least mm-hmm. it's kind of amazing how lucky we got to get fire force oh, and yeah. dr S- dr stone happening at the same time when we started this podcast that was about hey let's try to see if there's some anime that do this kind of thing that we liked from gurren lagan and right off the bat we, got we found two, some bangers <laughs> two titans like Fire Force and Dr. Stone, their first seasons, it just mm-hmm. kept delivering on that. And then it, it didn't stop. Like, yeah, it, it, it never um, like undercut itself themselves at any point. Yeah, no, <clears throat> I, it's just a shame. It really is just a shame that Dr. Stone didn't start up at the same time. Yeah, because man, uh, it was going to be like the good old days. <laughs> Yeah, man, January too. Like that's a while away. Yeah, like that's I, literally... I, I will be a father of two by then. Well, you'll that, be a father of two I in mean, a few weeks. Yeah, so I mean, it doesn't really. <laughs> that actually doesn't paint the <laughs> clearest picture. But yeah, um, man. So the the thing is, we started doing this thing when we were taking mm-hmm. it on a show to show basis where we were watching mm-hmm. an entire series or an entire season of something and then doing a podcast on it. That was what season right. two was. Right. <sighs> My goodness. Wake up. Now that we're back to the uh, kind of weekly setup and we're going episode to episode, mm-hmm. this might actually be a situation where an episode could be kind of dull in a show that is overall 
definitely setting souls ablaze. Yeah. But from yeah, I, from I, what I, I hear, I'm hearing from you, not particularly, not this time. No, not this episode. No, at least not the uh, not the the meat of the episode. Yeah, and not, which was mostly bread. I would say, <laughs> yeah, I I would say not in terms of storytelling. It di- it didn't fire mm-hmm. me up or make me feel like you know go. It it didn't make me feel like punching a kaiju into the stars. Right. Whereas. Uh, it did get me really excited <laughs> just from the, the oodles of confidence. Oh yeah. That it was like, yes, yes, you know what it is. And it was a nice reminder because man, hearing those, the, the sound of Shinra's feet going off. Oh yeah. Like the afterburner sound. The Yeah. <laughs> also that, uh, mm. just, just the little, Okay. It's not like it wasn't kind of showing. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't like it wasn't a culmination of everything that was happening. Like when it showed his hands go into the signs to concentrate mm-hmm. the fire. Like all that was in there. Like and it, speaking of which, you were getting to see all the characters' growth. Yeah. Speaking of which, in the intro, did you see that he was using a different hand shape? No, I didn't. But now I'm. Oh yeah. Wait, I did notice that. He switched to like a devil horn. Yeah. Oh my god. So I think we go get some good stuff. <laughs> yeah, this. Um, I'm trying to get. I'm, I'm trying to get to where it is so I can actually see what he's doing. I'm pretty sure he's he's uh, doing the devil horns. Well, yeah, yeah. I just want to. I want to want to see it for myself. <laughs> I, I don't trust you. I, don't, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't trust this charlatan. Talking about devil horns. <laughs> Lying to me. <clears throat> but yeah, uh, um, this. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was like a. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that. Look who's not a liar. But yeah, uh, this, this wasn't. There's not much going on here narratively. There's not really a struggle that's overcome mm-hmm. in this episode. There's just kind of reestablishing everything and reintroducing everything, but doing it in a way that I think was so stylish and was symbolic in a way. Like I actually find it Mm -hmm. symbolic that fire force was able to come back with this much. uh, I guess this much, it it felt like it came back with a bang for me and then Mm. was able to not take itself seriously and just kind of joke around a bit. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> this is going to be frust. This is going to be maybe frustrating to you. <laughs> but my favorite mm-hmm. quote was call us the beef squad. <laughs> <laughs> Where See, Vulcan just dead serious <laughs> drops that line. <laughs> I see. Okay, my favorite line was definitely the "I train every day so that I can oh, do yeah. things like that was, this." That was a good one. I, I, I have that one up there but, too. But my other favorite line is "dead last." <laughs> yeah, the one that it ends on. <laughs> I like the <laughs> bring up the python, then turn it into a cobra. <laughs> and then I also like the exchange where. Uh, Obi is telling Sheena about this whole uh, firefighter calendar thing. And then he's like, mm-hmm. uh, how did you guys do last year? And he doesn't answer. And he's like, 
was it last place? And Obi's just maybe. maybe. <laughs> the delivery, <laughs> the Captain Obi's voice actor, just he is my kills it. He is the best. <laughs> what else has he been in? Because I freaking love his voice. Last, we talked about I this know. before, but just the the delivery on the most subtle lines are fantastic. Mm-hmm. He's got such a like I don't want to say piercing, but commanding. Like it commands your attention. Jeremy Inman is his name. Jeremy Inman. Oh yeah, I forgot. He he like he voices Android 16 in uh Dragon Ball. Uh he's like how, how do you spell his last name? I N M A N. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's Obi. Akiteru Obi. Honestly, uh, I'm not seeing many things that I've seen. But he is very prolific. He, he's he been in a lot of things, so I would kind of have to keep scrolling. Other than, mm-hmm. of course, um, Android 16 from Dragon Ball. Which he's been since the 90s, so he was consistent. Dang. Oh, and he's also he's also Android sixteen in the video game, the carrot cake game that just came out. Yeah, that I didn't know came out. It came out, and I was like, "What? That came out? I don't." And then everyone else was like, "What? That that came out?" There was like it had this big spot at the E3 that it was revealed and then Mm -hmm. no one heard anything about it. And then it just kind of was released and everyone was like, what? When? I I would want to see what somebody would be able to do with the with the Fire Force game. Uh, Yeah, that's kind of long overdue. My hero already has two fighting games, which I mean, I say already it took it way too long to get there like the third season was in progress when it finally got its first fighting game but uh yeah yeah uh fire force long overdue for something Uh, i wouldn't Mm -hmm. i wouldn't mind you know an action game that kind of you know is just starring shinra but obviously i would personally love a fighting game with the whole cast yeah yeah that'd be really sick uh so yeah we got we got our favorite lines in there. What else we got? Yep. Uh, so the pop off. What was your pop off for this episode? I mean, honestly, I think it was seeing the hand symbol because that made me remember all of the other stuff, like mm, all of the di- a- all of the growth, all of the new powers people were getting. Seeing the hand symbol reminded me of Lieutenant Hinoa's scene in the subway, oh, where he fired man. that shot, like. All of that stuff came flooding back, like like the duel between him and the archer. That sniper battle was freaking insane. Yeah. Like all of that stuff poured back in when I saw that the uh, the hand sign. Yeah. So that was my pop off oh. because it was kind of like, oh yeah, uh, this th- they're reminding me of all the places it's been, and then the mm-hmm. intro shows almost nothing but new stuff to look forward to, like. It's astonishing just how much new is in the the season two intro. Yeah, I should. Say I think that opening. my pop off was the um was just the sound. 
Like when he first takes off oh, and his yeah. shoes burn up and his pant legs burn. Yeah, the, like, the sound design is still unreal. Yeah, the the amount of bass that it carries. David Production uh, is seriously on another level when it comes to the yeah. sound design. Like I said that before, because I've always liked the way that JoJo sounds. But mm-hmm. this is like, I mean, JoJo sounds like JoJo. And you just think, okay, well, they're really doing JoJo well. But now it's two things where they're they're like, it's just stellar. Mm-hmm. And it's like I need to I need to get caught up on JoJo. Yeah. Well, but like it's not just a good choice of sound effects. It's like mm-hmm. it sounds like mostly original sound effects for the anime that I'm watching from them. And then mm-hmm. on top of that. They are full, high quality sound effects. Like, like my headphones. You're you're getting that sound effect all around it. Like, because I have headphones that simulate five point one. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And it it's fully utilizing that. And it's just a, it's a series. There's no reason for it to have yeah. to do that. Ah, oh, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, now. Wait, are you there? Did you cut out? No, I'm here. <clears throat> okay, I just want to make sure because your mic was acting all weird. I like how but um, no, but I like how you, you thought that I had cut out because I stopped interrupting you. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's usually how it goes, though. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, to, but does this does the single episode set your soul ablaze? Me, yes. <laughs> set my soul ablaze. Me, no. The intro is really cool and the reintroduction is really cool and the sounds really cool, but yeah, it just wasn't enough meat for me. I guess I like all that meat. I don't know about you, but the second half of this episode's full of meat. (laughs) (laughs) The beef squad, baby. (laughs) I like how Vulcan straight up says that deadpan, like straight faced. And did you notice that no one calls it the beef squad after he says that? <laughs> That's just ignored. <laughs> I I am so excited to see all these characters interact again because they are so I love all these characters. Did you notice how much more leaked we got than normal? Yeah, because leaked kind of got his one scene where he was bearing witness to Sheena versus show. Yeah. And that was kind of. The only really memorable thing I I got from him, mm-hmm. but in this one he was getting to like participate in the fight against the giant infernal, and you know, uh, he was able to lay out the the plans and the schematics and stuff. And it's like, okay, I get what leaked's contributing to the team on a regular basis now, if that's the case. Right. So I liked how that yeah. was established because that was kind and of the I first time we got that. I still don't know his motivations. Him. Still well, don't know his motivations. We kind of don't know Joker's motivations either, but mm-hmm. I, I noticed that both Joker and Burns, who have eye patches, okay, yes, but <laughs> they're also like implied to have some kind of some kind of connection. Past, yes, some kind of connection. Mm-hmm. They both seem to be using some sort of. Okay, well, Burns was. He could still be. I'm not sure, but both Burns and. Joker at some point have been using some sort of deception to push mm-hmm. Shinra. Like yeah. Burns was withholding information. At first he was lying. Then he was withholding and saying, you know, fight me and you'll, and you'll learn something. Whereas Joker 
is just messing with him and like not telling him what he's up to at all, but it's pushing Shinra. And it, it mm-hmm. almost feels like, you know, the, uh, uh, um, well, I mean, I kind of talked about in a mega mind with kayfabe and stuff, but it's mm-hmm. also like with the anti spiral and with the spiral King where the solution was, I'm not strong enough to deal with this. So I have to be strong enough to make someone else strong enough. Yeah. And you know, um, that, that, that approach has its pros and cons, of course, but yeah, they're both doing that to him. They're like both kind of, uh, being Morpheus and being like, stop trying to hit me and hit me. Yeah. Mm. But, uh, Joker seems to be pretty convincingly not a good guy and leaked is definitely in cahoots with him. So I don't know where that's going to go. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I don't know. I want to know. I I mean, I, once again, I, I like to refer as uh, the enemies as future allies. So, of course, right. I want Joker to somehow be on our side. Oh, he will be. But he's also put into this position where he is extremely powerful. And remember that he was keeping up with show without an Adola burst. And show that was like true. confused and Joker was able to run from him like show couldn't chase him down. So and show can freeze time. Yes. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> to, to put into perspective, show can basically make it to where the entire world stops moving. Because he expands the universe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, you forget how overpowered things got. <laughs> there was no other way other than to introduce a giant Voltron Kaiju Infernal. Like, with how much things, with how much power creep there was, mm-hmm. that was the only way you could have done it. It's almost like watching them go after regular Infernals is kind of just going to be eh at this point. Whereas, like, you remember that first encounter with an Infernal in uh, the opening of season one. It was intense. And that was yeah. just one dude who went Infernal. That was a really good first episode, too. Yeah. Uh, I, I would say that one. Okay. So here's here's a point in your favor. I think if this was the kind of episode I got that introduced me to the show, I wouldn't be mm. sold. Mm, okay. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Whereas with the with season one, its premiere absolutely had me sold, like I was in. Yeah, <clears throat> and it was because of the, the plot elements and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, I I, I can see being frustrated with it, but <laughs> this is also the kind of thing I like seeing a season two start with, because it's kind of just saying it's coming. You can be patient for it. Like, we know I've it's good. I've been patient for it this whole time. <laughs> That's a good point. I, you, could, you could say that you could have done that in the trailer. Yeah. Or, or, oh, that been a, or maybe done like a, been a really cool or something. Thing to, that would have been a really cool thing to do. It'd be like, put out that as a trailer. Like a 20-whatever-minute trailer. And then just be like, season two coming on July 3rd. Actually... If you just took the first 13 minutes, that part where it says Fire Force Season 2 at the end, that could mm-hmm. have been uh, th- that could have been a glorious like prologue to like show it like, I don't know, uh, 
the Japanese equivalent of Comic Con, which I'm I'm losing my weeb card by not knowing exactly what that is. I guess, but like we have we have long since forfeited our weeb card. Yeah, we're, we're watching the dub. Which don't at me, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Okay, I I can see it. I can see the frustration. But the thing is, if it was done as a trailer, it still would have been just as effective as this was to me. Like, mm. this still had that same effect where it's like, yeah, I can't wait. I'm really looking forward to this. So, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's just me. Maybe, maybe I just like this kind of thing. I if if I if I recontextualize it as a. <laughs> an actual trailer and the, the show proper starts this coming Friday. I think that that helps me digest it a little bit more and like accept it. A little I will bit say, more. yeah, th- there's a little caveat. If, if the show doesn't get started proper next Friday and starts doing recap, I will retroactively be somewhat disappointed mm. because it's like, mm-hmm. now it's two episodes without things really getting going. So yeah, yeah that would I be really disappointing. Hope- I really hope that this is the only recap that we get. Yeah, no, I hope it just goes straight into it. Like, yeah, I hope it just, you know, it starts introducing new companies and going going right into that, which I mean, did you watch the episode trailer at the end of this one? No, I did not. I usually don't just in case. Well, I, I don't I, I, I think I was I was subconsciously wary that it was going to be teasing a, um, a recap. It doesn't look mm-hmm. like it. It could partially okay. be a recap, but what they showed looked like all new stuff focused on at least one cool. new character. So, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I really hope because, I mean, we've been saying this ever since we started the podcast or probably ever since. But uh, flashbacks, recaps, those really have no place yeah like there's there's no there's no great thing that they bring to the table yeah it's uh, it's kind of just there to be padding at best and at worst it's not even padding it's completely like like padding it, it can normally be entertaining in a way you know like filler there there can be entertaining filler but oftentimes right. it's just a complete waste and it makes the mm-hmm. things around it worse for wear. So yeah. Yeah. Oh man, dude, I've not actually looked at the, uh, the manga's art style. Mm-hmm. It's a bit different from the is show. It like with that, is it like that eye catcher right at the end of the show or right at the end of the, um, the intro, the, the first intro of the new, no, I mean like the intro of the first, or of the uh, the season two. Well, gosh, I actually what, don't. What I don't remember that. I don't, I don't remember what the eye catcher l- was. There's a little flash. Hold on. <clears throat> uh, I mean, I'll find it. This is this is the thing. Doing like the talking about visuals on a podcast. Not right, the best. Yeah. But um, here, let me just look at it. I just gotta look at it, I guess. Dude, I'm I'm scrubbing even further through the intro now, and wow. Okay, uh, no, it's actually not much like that at all. Oh, okay, okay. I do like the way that looks, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wait, is that Sheena a fire-breathing f- dog? Or no, he's not fire-breathing. It looks like he's on fire. It looks like a panda bird. Oh, is that a... 
I'm sorry. What's a panda bird? Is this a thing? <laughs> uh, I, I said that so assuredly as if it was yeah, a thing. You, you said that with as much confidence as the first 13 minutes of the season two premiere. <laughs> like you knew. Uh, I mean, it looks like what a panda bird would look like if I had ever seen a panda bird. Now it sounds like maybe you have seen something. Maybe you do know something. <laughs> I'll never tell. All right. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I had a great time with the intro. Uh, I guess mm-hmm. I'm not going to. I I could agree that um, could have been better. Could have been more meat on its bones. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there wasn't <laughs> there wasn't a B plot per se. Yeah, there was the first half. Then there was the second half. And they were kind of self-contained, not. Like the first half was had a had a passing interest in in the the narrative stuff going on, but it didn't right. move anything forward. There was nothing new revealed. So yeah, but I do I do want to know. Or I I really kind of hope that the uh, the big Voltron bad guy is canon, and I really want to know what exactly that means. Yeah, it would actually I think would be kind of funny. If it ended up being like the catalyst for this next arc, and I'm like, they really didn't pay too close attention to that in the moment. <laughs> yeah, they were just like, oh yeah, okay. Let's I've never seen out. one this big. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> but yeah, all in all, I am I am excited for this uh, for this next season, and I really love these characters. So that's. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, I'm hyped. I, 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 uh, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid that this is gonna end up being disappointed, disappointing because I don't think there's any way. Yeah, no. not with all the and new e- stuff they're showing. Even if it does start to fizzle, I think that we will have had like such a good time on the way there. I don't know. Mm. I don't want to say that because if it does start to fizzle, it'd be like, wow, what a what a waste, what wasted potential. Yeah, as I said that, I don't know if you heard my voice, but it started to trail as I was like, wait, what am I saying? Yeah, uh, if they don't do something with all the stuff that they've set up that I'm already excited for. Mm -hmm. Like if it turns out that uh, the fight between uh, Burns and Joker was just kind of for the intro and we're not actually going to get going to get to see something like that, I will be pretty disappointed. They got, they got it. They got to fight. I mean, they both have eye patches. That's true. There can only be one. <laughs> they are destined. <laughs> only one eye patch at a time. World is, is town ain't big <laughs> enough for the for two eyes. <laughs> All right. I think that's a good enough place to to <laughs> leave this one off at. <laughs> and just so Ooh. just so people know, uh, for this season, it isn't just going to be weekly updates on what we're watching. We are going to have something called Beach Episodes, where yep. we do cover a full series in its entirety. And that will, you know, be a, a break from the weekly stuff, even if there are new episodes for that week. We won't cover them. Mm-hmm. That'll come next week, where that following week we'll have something like, uh, you know, we'll have double the episodes to cover. Right. And so that the... 
that week will kind of be a little bit of uh, on the heavier side as well. So we'll have the beach episode, a heavier week, and then back to the back to routine. Normal. Yeah. And uh, do we know uh, what the do, first do one's going to be? Uh, I don't. I've, we haven't talked about it. Do you do you want to make a, a a quick decision? Well, I know there was one you wanted to talk about. Do you? Yeah. Do, do you think? Have you have you caught up with it? Have you finished it? I uh, so I've caught up to everything that is out. Okay, so it's not, it's not finished yet, right? No, the the fourth and final season is actually coming this fall. Oh, is that why you wanted to get up, get caught up? Yeah. Uh, do you think that we would be talking about that? Maybe that's a candidate for a show. Okay. Uh, <laughs> there is a real good conversation to be had because there are parts. There are. Okay, the t- t- to remove all Relax. like <laughs> cloak and dagger. Um, He's talking, talking about Attack about, on Titan. Yes, I when I first watched the show, I watched about nine episodes, didn't really get into it, and then outright dismissed it. Um, watching it again, it like. It hooked me by about episode seven, and I was like, "All right, I'm, I am in. I am in for this entire thing. I need to know what is going on." And at first, like, I had it spoiled for me. I'm not going to spoil it here, uh, but you know, everybody's like, "Oh, the basement," and like, whether or not the basement is worth it, and if you know the spoiler, whether or not I don't, that I don't, okay. invalidates everything. Now, the, the the basement getting spoiled for me is why I even bothered showing more interest in the show. Because right. I made it about six episodes in and was quite bored. Mm-hmm. So when someone told me what happens in the basement, I was like, I think I'm going to have to go back to that <laughs> because I was like, what? Yeah, but the thing was, is by the time that I got to, like, the episode right before where you find out what all is going on about the basement. Um, Like by the time I had gotten there, I was like, I don't even know the execution of what's in or what is about the basement, but what the show has happened like the basement, the just, the show has justified itself completely apart from the basement. Okay. Like, so I am glad that the basement got me to watch the show. But it is so much more than just the basement. And there's there's a there's a few moments after you find out about what all is going on with the basement that it completely blows the basement out of the water. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I was watching this with one of my friends who who, um, one of my friends up here who is also very interested in all of the, the belt stuff. And he's been like, he's been like, this is belt get off my back (laughs) (laughs) shouting at me because like I'm torn because there are a couple parts that like it it feels like it undermines itself but then it goes right back that's why I'm saying there's a good conversation to be had I think that it would be a really cool show the only problem is it is three seasons as of right now how many episodes in each season uh very flexible so the first season is 22 episodes the second season is 12 and the third season is 22 as well okay so that, that might be wrong i think it was 24 12 that would be 22. a heck of a binge 
Yes. I watched it in one week. <laughs> oh, all right. I was... Uh, you were grabbed? I was grabbed. <laughs> I was... Uh, whew. Yeah. Okay, well, how about this? If I start... Mm-hmm. I'll start watching it. And if it turns okay. out I'm not going to get there in time, then how about you start watching Trigun right now? Okay. So we can yeah. have that be the fallback in case we don't, in case I don't get through Attack on Titan on time, which is very possible because I got a lot of stuff that's about to happen. Um, yeah, I mean, me too. But. Yeah, I know, but well, <laughs> but they would. It's Trigon's Trigon's just one a little season. bit more digestible. It's also just one season, so right. Uh, um, either Attack on Titan or Trigun. We'll see. Yeah. I, I, I think I'm excited for both of those. Even if it's yeah, just I, the thing that's really getting me is there's a conversation to be had of like, OK, 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 <laughs> I'm in on that. then. I mean, the show the Attack on Titan, like when I put it together, I was like, oh, this is just a mecha anime. Yeah, that's what you told me. <laughs> And I was like, I don't know why I didn't realize this the first time I watched it. But yeah, it's totally a mecha anime. <laughs> it, it, it's it's meat <clears throat> mecha. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's there's some parts that it contradicts with Belt, but there are other times where it really doesn't. Alrighty. Well. So. Yeah. I mean, I I I can't I can't respond because I haven't seen it yet, but we'll see. Yeah. All right. Uh, that sums it up for this one, I guess. Next week is just going to be Fire Force, so that's not going to happen for uh, a couple weeks at least. Yeah, and if we if we find something else to watch, we'll let you know. Yeah. Um. I I really hope that Apari Ranman <clears throat> is good when it comes back. That but that's around like July twenty fourth, I think. And I don't know. Yeah. Are, are we going to be? satiated with just fire force until then i'm not sure and then would it be too yeah. much to try to do three shows at a time who knows i guess we'll just have to see mm. time will only tell keep your ears peeled don't i, I had i had I to work it, it so in much. i had to work it in it's i know you hate uncomfortable. it <laughs> that's why i love it <laughs> all right well i guess we'll uh we'll, we'll see y'all next time yeah uh go beyond plus ultra And ah yeah. (laughs) Ah yeah.